service when we shall sing our hymn from our hymn book in 93. To God be the glory. Great things he has done.
and I for sparing your life and for sparing my life to witness today. Today is the first Sunday in the month of August, year 2013. Whether you like it or not, this year is going gradually. Many of those that you enter this year together are no more. Many can pray more than you and they are no more. Many can fast than you and they are no more. Even many can give more than you do, but they are no more. Many are alive, but they are not living. Many are existing, but they are not living. But God spare your life and make you to be alive and not only alive, but you are also living. I want you to appreciate what the Lord has done for you. I want you to value what he has done. It is only him that can do it. The Bible says, Blessed be the name of the Lord who, has, who, 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 who loaded us with blessing from the heavenly places. I want you to just appreciate God. I want you to just raise up your voice. Call Jesus Christ as loud as you can and continue appreciating him. Thank him. Adore him. Honor him. Glorify his name. Brethren, let's up your voice. Appreciate him for what he has done. Appreciate his goodness over your life. Appreciate his love. Appreciate his provision. Appreciate his guidance. Come and let him know that you value what he has been doing in your life.
that's enough. That's enough. That's the word I want to us to I want to, to use. He said, the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. I want to just up your voice, Lord, and thank you because you deliver me as a captive from the hand of the mighty one. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. You see, many people, if not for Christ, their life will be in shambu. If not for Christ, they will be running on the journey of 12 miles in between room and Nepal. He said, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. That means the mighty man will be subdued. Lord, I thank you for delivering me from the hand of the mighty one. The mighty one in my father's house, the mighty one in my mother's house, the mighty one in my in-laws, the mighty one over in my husband's family, in my wife's family. Lord, I bless your name for delivering me from the hand of the mighty one. Listen to me. Jesus said something. Jesus said, who will ever go into the house of a mighty man and loot the house of a mighty man? Jesus said he will falsely put the mighty man in bondage. Before God can deliver you as a captive in the hand of a mighty man, that means the mighty man is already in bondage. Lord, I bless you for delivering my life, delivering my soul, delivering from my family from the hand of a mighty man. Come on, let's all the and bless him of the Lord now. Jesus, mighty name we pray. Let the church shout a louder Amen. I want you to thank God for one more thing before we continue the prayer session. Lord, I thank you because in the many days of the year 2030 you are going to take care of me. Lord, I thank you because in the many days of the year you will never, you will never allow me to have any record of evil. Lord, I thank you because in the remaining days of the year, you won't allow my enemy to rejoice over my life. Lord, I thank you because in the remaining days of the year, your providence will be enough for me. Let's up your voice and bless the name of the Lord now.
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want you to pray this prayer. Lord, is there any sin I've committed in year 2030 that will make remaining days of the year not to be fruitful for me? Is there anything I've committed since January to this time that we made the remaining days of the year to be fruitless? That we make your mercy to depart from me in the remaining days of the year. That will make me to become an embodiment of your grace. That will make me to receive your grace perpetually. Forgive me and cleanse me from every stain of sin. Purify me and make me whole from every stain of sin. Come on, let's up your verse and pray to God now. mighty name we pray. Let us open our Bibles. The book of Psalm The book of Psalm 126. Psalm 126. We're going to take the first verse. Psalm 126. The first verse. And I read. It says, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. What does that mean? The captivity of Zion, those that are in that captivity never expected to be delivered. They never expected to be redeemed. They never expected to be released. But when the release came, it was a shock. The Bible says, we were like those that we are dreaming. I want
want you to raise up your voice. This is the only one prayer we are going to render. I want you to pray it very seriously. Lord, turn around my situation. Let my situation receive a turn around. <laughs> when your situation receives a turn around, people around you will find it out of belief. When God turned around the situation of Anna, Anna said, Now my mouth triumphs over my enemy. Lord, let my life experience a turnaround. Let my destiny experience a turnaround. Turn around my life. Turn around my home. Turn around everything that pertains to me. Come and raise all your voice and pray to God now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let the church shout a louder, Amen. Shout a louder, Amen. You may be seated. Choir. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. You to shout hallelujah to the top of your voice. Shout hallelujah. If you know you are a living soul, I want you to rise up on your feet and shout the mighty hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor we want to exercise ourselves. Tell your neighbor we want to exercise ourselves. You know you can exercise yourself in the presence of God. Are we there? You know you can exercise yourself in the presence of God. So I want you to lose some KG now. You lose it out. Shout hallelujah! Jump on your feet. Jump on your feet. Hallelujah! 
Come and see the Lord is good. Come and see the Lord is good. There is nothing he cannot do. Come and see the Lord is good. Hallelujah.
Jesus mighty name we pray. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4. 
First Timothy chapter 4. From verse 1. First Timothy chapter 4. Verse 1. And I read. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. That in the latter times. Some shall depart from the faith. Giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrines of the devils. Praise the Lord. This was a message from Apostle Paul to his son in the Lord, Timothy. Encouraging him about the expected event of the latter days. He says, the spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times, people will depart from the faith. Listen to that word. He didn't say people will stop going to church. Hello? Are you there? He didn't say people will stop going to church. No, people will continue going to church. New, new churches will continue springing out. New, new pastors will be ordained. Numerous people will be going to the seminary. Numerous people will be joining the church. A lot of ministries, a lot of churches will be opening. A lot of mission activities and evangelical activities will be taking place. But people will depart from faith. They will not only depart from faith. What will now happen is that they will be listening to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. What does that mean? Today, the church is encumbered with different doctrines that cannot be substantiated from the scripture. That cannot be established from the scripture. Because we are in the latter time. He said, people will be listening to seducing spirits and they will be following the doctrines of the devil. Apostle Paul stretched forth few of the doctrines that people will be listening to, which are of the devil. First thing he said, they will be speaking lies in hypocrisy. Speaking lies. That is, the messages we'll be hearing from the pulpit is loaded with lie. <laughs> the pulpit will become a place where the message of the cross will not be preached, but the message of money. God will bless you. They won't say God. Say God. God will bless you. Those of you that you are used to watching uh, messages on the screen, you see a lot of pastors. 
a lot of preachers. You will see some of them, you will not be able to differentiate their hairstyle with that of Bob Marley. You will see different haircuts. And the next thing you start to see them cajoling the people that can be easily deceived. Close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The man is coming. Catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. Put it in your pocket, put it in your cup pocket. Yeah, that is the key to your duplex. If you believe that, now empty your pocket so that the key will not meet the money in your pocket. So that the miracle will be permanent. Empty your pocket. Now empty your pocket. Rush, rush it now. Drop it now. So that the miracle will be permanent. <laughs> Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Because they are operating under the seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. And that is why today, those of you that you were in Northampton last week, you remember I told us that today the church is not having effect on the society because the church has lost the track. The church has no effect on the, on the community because the church had lost the track. The church of God is no more a place whereby people run to for shelter. The church of God is no more a place of refuge. The church of God is no more a place of dependency on God. The church of God has become a place that even you find it hard to share your burden. I remember a sister back home in Nigeria some years back who met Christ. She met Christ after she was being preached to. And she came into the church. Praise the Lord. Everybody shout hallelujah. I just came to give this testimony to the glory of God and the shame of the devil. As you see me, I'm a very promiscuous person. Even after my marriage, I still have extramarital fear. But I met God. And God revealed himself to me in a new way. And now I commit my remaining life to the service of God. The pastor prayed for her. But before the service closed, the husband had everything at home. And packed all her baggage, wait for her on the road. The church of God has become a place whereby you can share your body with the fellow brethren. The church of God has become a place where you can say, please brother, I want to go for an interview, pray for me. Because if they know where you are going for interview, they will call the place before you arrive there. Check the paper he wrote very well, whether the paper is genuine. The church of God has become a place, it's no more a refuge place, no. The church of God has now become a Gehenna. Apostle Paul says, in the latter days, people will depart from faith and they will be listening to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. The doctrines of the devil is what preach what many people listening to today. Let me quickly tell you thing about the what thing about doctrines of the devil. Doctrines of the devil is a doctrine that always pleases man to the contrary of the will of God. 
doctrines of the devil will make everyone to be fully satisfied with whatever they had. They will be okay. They will be contented. Because it is against the message of the cross. Because it is against the will of God. Doctrines of the devil will be presented in a way that is very attractive. And people easily fall into the doctrines of the devil because devil himself, the Bible, Jesus said, so a devil is the father of lie. That is, whenever you talk about lie, any source of lies from the devil itself. Because devil himself is loaded with hypocrisy. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Today, seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil had made the church to lose its grip in the society. And because of this evil, the church, instead of the church to influence the society, the society is now the one influencing the church. Even the message of the cross has so, have so been, have been so watered to the extent that you don't want to preach what people will not like to hear. <laughs> The seducing spirit that make it so difficult for people to please so that they will say, not say you are discriminating. In the latter days, he said people will be listening to seducing spirits. And the doctrines of the devil. Which doctrines are you holding today as a Christian? As I said earlier, the pastor didn't say people will not go to church. But he said they will depart from faith. He didn't say people will not go to church. No, they will be going to church. They may be deacon. They may be elder. They may be pastor. They may be bishop. They may be archbishop. They may be pope. They may hold any title. But they will depart from faith. And don't forget Jesus said in the book of Matthew, he said when the son of man shall come. He didn't say, will I meet church in the world? But he said, faith. And as I said, those of you that you are not after the anniversary last week, and as I said last week, I said, there is nothing like born a gay Christian. It's a lie. It's a tautology. It's nothing like born a gay Christian. You are either a Christian or you are not a Christian. That you are going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Everybody in this world is a believer. It now depends on what you believe. If you are a Muslim, you are a believer. You believe in Muhammad. If you are a Buddhist, you are a believer. You believe in Buddha. Even those that call themselves atheists, they are a believer. They believe that there is no God. Hello? Everybody in this world is a believer. But Jesus said, when the Son of Man shall come, will I meet faith? Is it possible to meet faith? Apostle Paul now told Timothy, he said, in the latter days, people will depart from faith. People will depart from faith. He didn't say people will stop going to church. No. People will be going to church. 
But they won't be going to church because of it. You know, you know, today now, church has been so intermingling with many activities. A pastor friend called me from, uh, from uh, Canada yesterday. He said, ah, pastor, he said, ah, I suppose to have called you because, but this today is our picnic day. In the church, the old church are going for picnic by the seaside. I said, ah, the church, they go for picnic. I now ask him, I said throughout the year, how many times has the church embarked on evangelism? I said, we are too busy. But they, they are not too busy to go for picnic. Because, listen to me, I'm not saying it's wrong to go for picnic. Caught me right. But what I'm saying, the, the social activities of this uh, at Enkumba, the church today, that the core of the church had became eroded. Listening to the seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. Today, many people find it hard to even see what God is able to do. Listen to me. Many people find it that of trust in the power of God today. But they give reference. Many, even, many people even fear the word of man. They have no value to the word of God, but they believe the word of man. When man says something, they give more credence to it than what God says. Especially when such person is a professional. If someone is a doctor now, they say, professionally, this, this, this. People believe it that what God says. They say it's a professional. Forgetting that that doctor can sleep tonight and didn't wake up tomorrow morning. <laughs> Seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. Seducing spirits today make the church to be pursuing what will not benefit the kingdom of God. Now the spirit speaks expressly. This was not an idea from Apostle Paul, but he said the spirit speaks. That is the voice of the Lord. This is the message from the Holy Spirit. That in the latter day, people will depart from faith. And they will be listening to seducing spirits. And they will be obeying the doctrines of the devil. If you are so used to watching uh, preaching on, mess, on, on, the, on the telly, just two weeks ago, I, stopped, I was in the office. I was just searching for one station that uh, Miss Ilara always, uh, always bring out in the office. I was just searching. Then I just come into a station. Really, I saw that it was a preaching. Then I just stopped there. But when I started listening to the message, I quickly changed the state channel. When the pastor, the pastor was just preaching. He just said, stand up, stand up. He did like this. Everybody fall to this side. He did like this. They came this side. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. Holy Ghost in action. 
has never led through my scripture, even in an act of apostle, when Ananiah and Sapphira were being dealt with by Holy Ghost, or Peter never, Peter never used it to boast. Hello? Today, miracle had become what people think as it is a, it's a bait. How many of you know what we call a bait? A bait. If you have ever go to fish, I, I remember when we were young, when we do go to farm. There, if you see skure, if you see a root, the skure normally pass. Then we go and look for palm, uh, palm fruit. We ripe one. We will put it, we will put one there. We put two here. We now put ten here. Even though the school, I see the first way we rush it. When it comes to the two way, we now see ten ahead. Between the two and the ten, we've put wire there. Amen. Even though the school attempt to cross to that place, the guy will just hang the neck. That is what is happening in the church today. Many people, they, what devil give to them is a bait. To be able to take them to his kingdom. Seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. It doesn't matter how many years you spend in serving God. It doesn't matter how many years you spend in the church. It doesn't matter the title you hold in the church. It doesn't matter the position you hold. Devil is not concerned about your years of service. No. But devil is so concerned about your soul. He is so particular about your soul because that is what he needed in his kingdom. Have you ever think of it? Thank God most of us yeah, I think most of us are from Africa. Let me use my country as an example. In my country, Nigeria, you can, it is possible for you to see a four floor with four different churches. Four floor. Each floor, we have different church. There is a type of speaker, they call it Auda. We, some people call it on speaker. They will, they will use the on speaker like this. Every one of them is having VG. From the fourth to the last floor down, you will be hearing enemy. Attacking their enemy anyhow. The enemy can be attacked. But times, may I tell you this? Most of them see the person in the next floor as the enemy that doesn't want their church to grow. In the latter days, people will depart from faith. But they will be listening to seducing spirits. One of the doctrines of the devil that is rampant in the western world now is there is nothing bad when a man marries a man. Yeah, that's his nature. They say it's his nature. They forgot that it is only nature, it is only those that overcome the nature that can make heaven. If you can't overcome your nature, you can't make heaven. If your nature is to steal and you can't overcome it, you can't make heaven. If your nature, if your nature is to lie and you can't overcome that nature of lie, you can't make heaven. If you say it's their nature, you can't discriminate against them. 
to the extent that Bishop will even become a gay. <laughs> Bishop, a gay. And they will tell you, God understand. It's part of the seducing spirits and the doctrines of the devil. It might not be a crime, but it's a sin. Are you still in faith? Ask that person beside you, are you still in faith? I'm not asking whether you are in church. When we talk about church in the scripture, we have two different types of church. We have the church as an ecclesia and we have the church as a curiacus doma. Let me explain. The church as an ecclesia is the church as a human being. And that was why the church said you are the temple of God. And we have a, and we have church as a curiacus doma. That is church as an organization as we are. Only God knows how many churches in this city of Luton. But that will not disturb crime. I remember some years back, I think 2001. I think, yeah, I think 2001 in Nigeria, we went for a conference, a minister's conference. The conference is for only pastors. We went there. And in that conference, they stole Bible. Hello? <laughs> It's, it's conference of pastors. We went to a, for the conference in the morning. And by then, this man of God came from uh, Portacot. He came with this Bible. They call it uh, uh, it's Dick's Annotated Reference Bible. It's a very expensive Bible. I don't know how this man joke with the Bible. By the time we, we finish the service on Saturday, we, the program we finish on Sunday, but we have a, a, a special section on Saturday. By the time we finish on Saturday, this man started looking for his Bible. He searched everywhere, and then the people that came there are pastors. <laughs> we are all pastors that came there, and they stole this man's Bible. This man started crying. He said, I saved for more than a year before I can buy that Bible. Now, a pastor that stole a Bible and will now use that Bible to preach. What type of message do you expect him to preach? Seduce spirits and doctrines of the devil. In the church today, people see when pastor preach or a pastor tells them the things of the kingdom. They see that pastor as anti-social. Come on, Katon Longborough. When don't mind that pastor, he doesn't know what is going on. I want to quickly tell you this before I round up. The most easiest thing in the world or in the church is to depart from the faith unknowingly. It's the most easiest thing. Many people, many people depart from faith. They never knew. They still think that they are in the faith. The same way it happens to Samson. You remember immediately Delilah shaved off the hair of Samson. The Bible said when he shouted, the, the Philistine I heard Samson. Samson rose up. The Bible said he rose up. He thought the Lord was still with him. 
He rose up. The way you have been fighting before, he still rose up to fight. But unknowingly, the Lord had departed from him. Many people, God departed from the life of many people and they never knew. It doesn't disturb them from speaking in tongues. Maybe you don't know there are many classrooms to learn how to speak in tongues. There are many courses of that today. If you get home, go to Gogu. Just put it out to speak in tongue. You will see many messages that will come on many link. You can learn it. You just pay with your credit card. And they will ask you to sign on. You sign on. They give you username and password. <laughs> you pay with your debit or credit card and they teach you how to, how to speak in tongue. Yeah. You just give someone as a model. They say, okay. Turn on your speaker, connect it with your earphone, stay after me. Before you know it, you started speaking in tongues. Because the faith of God is no more what people look for in the church. No. People are now being cajoled even to give to God. Have you ever seen a situation where, oh God, have you ever come across? Or look into the screen where people will be putting costs so that people can donate. Ah, I saw death coming. Death. I saw untimely death. Ah, you better pay so that that death will be waved away. <laughs> oh. People that depart from faith, he said they will be listening to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. I want to round up now. Are you still in the faith? Are you still in the faith? Do you still understand what God demanded from you? Many people think they can, they can use their money or what they possess to buy God. Many people will steal. After they committed fraud, they will pay the tithe. They used credit card, credit card fraud, and he made 10,000 pounds. Then he came to the church on Sunday. God is good. He has done me well. He never do you well. It was the work of the devil. No, he will pay the tithe. By the time he paid the tithe, the tithe may be so useful to the church. Maybe they want to pay their rent. And they, or they want to pay their mortgage. They may use it. But that is not enlisting you in the kingdom of God. It is a common idea that way, whatever you give to God, you will see the reward in heaven. It's true. Fine. Whatever you give to God, you will see the reward in heaven. It's true. But the question is, are you going to make heaven? The reward is in heaven. Fine. But do, are you going to make heaven? You have to make heaven before you receive the reward. In it. You have to make heaven before you get the reward. Abi, Miss Ilara. If you go to Tesco there or Iceland or any of the store, they will say buy one, get one free. You have to firstly buy one before you can get one free. If you want to get one free, you have without buying one, you will receive double resource. You know what I mean. <laughs> you want to get one free 
without buy war, then double this wash will come. And in this part of the world, they don't normally put it in the front. <laughs> it's at the back. Many people want to get the reward in heaven, but they never walk towards making heaven. Whatever you give to God is good, is for reward. It's not for heaven. It is your life, your behavior, your attitude, the type of life you live that will make you to make heaven. So if you live a life that is not heavenly worthy, and you say you donate, your reward will be there, but will become bonus for another people. It will become bonus. Those of you that you do watch football very well, whenever you play penalty, penalty is a bonus. It's a bonus. Let us rise upon our feet. In the latter days, people will depart from faith. And they will be listening to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. to pray. Lord, allow me to remain in the faith. (laughs) Allow me to remain in the faith. Disallow me to be deceived by the doctrines of the devil. Doctrines of the devil operates now around the globe. doctrines of the devil made many people to run after what you know Jesus says something Jesus says seek ye first the kingdom of God and the righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto you the doctrines of the devil make many people to be running after the added one those things that Jesus said it will be added it is what they run after then they forget the kingdom of God Lord teach me to remain in faith Uphold me to remain in faith. Close your eyes. Say after me, Father, in the name of Jesus. Say it louder, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, teach me to remain in faith. Help me to remain in faith. Raise up your voice and pray now. <laughs> 